0: It is going to be one of the biggest wrestling weekends of the year, with AEW, Impact, Ring of Honor, WWE, and NXT all running special shows. And I have some questions: Who steals the show at SummerSlam? And who steals the show at Takeover? And who should see a punk face in this first match back, assuming he's even coming back? I'm Bray Joint. I run MissBellTime.com, website the database track, pro wrestling around the world. On today's show, I have a roundtable of people to talk about CN Punk's first opponent, who might steal a show at SummerSlam, who might steal a show at TakeOver, and we're even going to tackle WWE's potential Queen of the Ring tournament. We also have headlines for the last 24 hours. John Smith and Al Carl are both in the house, and this is the Daily Wrestling News Show for August 20th, 2021, where we sort through all the bullshit in wrestling news to find you the truth. All right, guys, welcome to a Friday episode of the show. It's Al- Friday. <laughs> Al, Carl, and John Smith here today on a special Friday roundtable discussion. We've got four or five questions that we're going to tackle. Al, how are you?
1: I'm doing well. It's funny that you put up the, yeah. the, the picture um, of Roman Reigns wreck everything and Week. We're coming up on a year. year. I want to it was this weekend. It was this weekend last year. You'll never see it coming, and holy crap, did we not see that coming. Cape showed up, wrecked everyone, and then eventually won the Universal title the next week. So, uh, Roman Reigns coming up on one year as Universal Champion. Yeah, John
0: Smith-L is correct on this. Last year, they created a special payback pay-per-view so that they could get that title on Roman Reigns. So, we are a a year from that now. Yeah, I'm just surprised they didn't call it SummerSlam payback. You know what? If it was 2021, we're definitely going to get that. This is going to be Survivor Series WrestleMania backlash this year, so (laughs) coming up this November. All right. as mentioned, we have SummerSlam this weekend. We have TakeOver this weekend. We have Impact tonight. We have Ring of Honor tonight and tomorrow. We have AEW Rampage tonight, plus SmackDown is still happening too, so it's a full lineup of stuff. I want to start with What everybody is expecting tonight is the return of CM Punk. Roman Reigns yesterday was asked about CM Punk. He said statements coming from people who thought they were better than they were. CM Punk wasn't as good or is over as John Cena. He didn't move the needle like The Rock. We're going to see. I think he's probably right. He's no John Cena. He's no The Rock. But we're going to see for sure. But Al, thoughts on what Roman Reigns said? And who do you think CM Punk's first opponent should be if he does return in AEW?
1: Okay, so Roman's just being Roman right now. He's putting over the guy he's fighting this weekend and he's trolling the guy that most likely is leaving the company for the competition. So, whatever, you know, then Roman's just doing his, what Roman's doing right now. I do have a good authority right now. I don't know if there's a rule or not. So I mean, sort through this. C.N. Paul, he lives in Chicago Was he's spying in Chicago already. That's not anything yeah, to do. Okay. But, but uh, he is a little bit older right now. Apparently, there's a march line going around. He's coming out. He's debuting a new name tonight. He's going from CM Punk to CM Smooth Jazz.
0: I don't get the joke.
1: <laughs> now it's a different style of music. Oh, I got it. Okay, CM. <laughs>
0: makes sense that now yeah.
1: uh, yes <laughs> yeah, as a fellow 1026 there it's actually C and bump Phil Roof's alive you actually uh, Matt Sajak I'll celebrate uh you celebrate the same birthday and John Smith actually happy birthday to you celebrated yesterday 21 again I'm assuming right
2: uh, yeah for the 17th time nice nice <laughs>
1: nice <laughs> um, yeah,
2: so I guess
1: uh, the, the first opponent for me it, when is it the Pentacles, right? When is it the Pentacles turn? That was like, what well, up against your Pentacles. Let's your Pentacles shine. Uh, <laughs> but if it's not going to be him, Moxley, it seems like on Wednesday night, he got his panties all up in a bunch. He's getting a little heelish right now, which it's, it's a little weird because of the whole Wild Thing music thing where everyone's singing them just like Jericho whatnot, and whatnot. They're doing that, just like Jurassic Express. But yeah, I was waving the banner. All these guys are coming and all these it's it's it, it setting up her it, 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 I'll be shocked. I would shocked, but they're setting up for CM Smooth Jazz and John Moxley for all out. That would be my.
0: Yeah, I think that's a. I think that's pretty good chances of that happening. John Smith, did you have a different thought on that, or what do you think of John Moxley as uh, CM Punk's first cha- first challenger? Well, first
2: off, I want to see CM Smooth Jazz come out to Girl from Beneath. <laughs> <laughs> Secondly, I didn't even think about Moxley because, um, you know, I kind of fast forward a lot, especially his first promos is concerned. So I didn't hear what the Moxley said, uh, like in that regard. So that seems like a very plausible choice. But my first thought was it's got to be a heel. And Malachi Black, Alistair Black was the first person that came to mind. Because we've never seen that before, obviously, and they're of the same ilk, like indie darlings that took a while to get to WWE and then didn't get their fair shake. Obviously, CM Punk did eventually get his fair shake, but Alpine Black was not so lucky, so I'd like to see them go at it. How do you get to a finish
0: in that match, John? Because, man, you don't really want either one of them to lose right out of the gate, anyway.
2: Yeah, I don't think I don't think it hurts Malachi Black to lose to go to sleep. CM Punk is, as far as K-Fate's concerned, you book CM Punk to beat pretty much anybody in in the world right now, besides Roman and Kenny, probably. I I think
0: even maybe he would beat Oak, beat Kenny if they if they book that match. Yeah, I think CM Punk's coming in. he's going to get a win in his first match. And all the attention was on Darby Allen, and I don't think that's the match at all because I don't think you put CM Punk in there and you don't have him. He you have to have Punk win because he's going to be a top guy in the company. But you don't beat Darby Allen with CM Punk because you got to keep Darby going. You know, he's he that does that's not good for Darby. So I like the John Boxley thing. I think that you're right, Al, with that promo that he caught. He caught promo on Hangman Me a Page and Christian Cage and Kenny Omega, all these people. He can set himself up. He's a free agent as far as all out is concerned. So he was my first pick, but I, I did reserve a backup. And it's Chris Jericho because Chris Jericho is off this feud with MNJF. They make, they may come back to it. They may do another match at all out, but it's weird that they got through the five labors. It feels like a period at the end of the sentence a bit. And maybe now they did that so that they can pivot and they can have Chris Jericho come in. Chris Jericho is a great win for CM Punk out of the gate and it doesn't. Nothing will touch Jericho. He can lose to everybody. He can lose to Serpentico tomorrow too, and it's not going to hurt Chris Jericho. So thoughts on Chris Jericho as the guy, Al? Yeah.
1: I think you'd have to lay that because I, I think you were right, Matt, with what you said, I think they're going to do it again at All Out. I think it's going to go to Jericho and MJF. I said this on Tuesday in the Vents Wrestling Podcast. I had MJF winning. I guess not convincingly as it was. It was a tap out with the, the, the was it the salt of the earth? Of it, Yeah. Um. But I don't think Jericho, I think if it was one more time, I think Jericho's going to want one more shot. Come on, MJF, one more try. Now, give me a couple of weeks to heal up or whatever. You may do a gauntlet. So the fact that Jericho, it's realistic that Jericho lost that. All the trap that MJF put him through, that was the whole point of it, It was so to soften him up so MJF would win. So that makes complete sense. But now MJF's going to be like, no, like, I already proved to you I'm better than you. What What else do you want? Jericho's going to put his career on the line. And I think that's what it was. I know the talks with Jericho. This was supposed to be, uh, you know, playing the hits with who and, and the, the pain maker, and all that. But I don't think he's gonna, I don't think he's done. I think he will beat MJF, at all out if that happens. I think he'll win the rematch. But uh, like eventually, yeah, it's because Punk and Jericho have that history. They fought at WrestleMania, and Punk won. And it was there was a whole thing with Punk's family. And uh, I don't know if you want to bring all that stuff back up, but there is a history there with those two, and they worked well together all those years ago.
0: All right, John Smith, anything on the the Chris Jericho thoughts here?
2: I I think that'd be tough for them to do at first, just because they're both faces and they're both so loved and revered by the fans. I think you want somebody to be booed in
0: CM Punk's first program, you know? Or at least it'll be, it's going to be interesting what happens to the CM Punk chants after CM Punk is back, right? Because the whole point of the CM Punk chant is because X company is not giving us what we want, so we chant CM Punk. Yeah. So now CM Punk's back. If, if they, what if CM Punk turns heel, are they going to chant CM Punk at that?
1: <laughs> Someone came back as a heel. Punk can easily come back and hit track on Chicago. And yeah. Yeah, that you know, and that that
2: oh. it, 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 look could come back to you. You know, that'd be fun. If that's the case, I, then I feel like they would go in the Cody direction. <laughs>
1: yeah, and that's what it is. And then Cody wins because he's booking what kick after the match, and then that's how he starts the opponent like everybody else. That, that, all right,
0: we have lots of options here. I, I like all all three of our choices: Malachi Black, Chris Jericho, John Moxley. I don't think we lose there if we get any of those matches. So that's good.
1: When yeah, is the Serpentacles turn, right? Yeah, so guys coming in. When is it, Serpent the Ghost Hair?
0: Well, they're saving him. They don't want to beat him now. They gotta wait. You know, gotta wait. So let's, let's go. Let's go. get some wind on so. Let's
1: go real quick. Oh and that's 115 guys. We do have We
0: don't have that kind of
2: time <laughs> CM Punk versus Dante Martin in the sedans. Maybe.
0: Yeah, there you go. Yes. In a, a triple handicap. <laughs> okay, so we don't know what that match is going to be, but we do have a full lineup for SummerSlam. And it's, uh, what are we at, nine matches now? Guys, you've got the John Cena return. You've got the Bobby Lashley versus Goldberg match. You've got a triple threat for the Raw Women's Championship. Al, when you've got John Cena and you've got Goldberg on the card, you're going to get a, a good amount of crowd interaction. But what match on this show do you think steals the show? Is it one of those? Or is it something less obvious?
1: I think... The match that I wrote down for this, the show Stealer, I I I, I what's the, I'm looking at the card again right now. You have some potential. I think the Raw Tag Title match is going to be better than what uh, people might make it out to be. That's potential. Both women's matches. I don't think Bianca and Sasha will be the show Stealer because they already sold WrestleMania. I think everyone's expectations will be high for that one. I don't think you know it'll live up to it, but I don't think it's going to be one of those SB winning moments like at WrestleMania. WrestleMania. The match that should with the wrestlers involved steal this show, it's Edge and Seth Rollins. That's going to be the match. It's a 50-50 let There's no titles on the line. Both Edge is coming off a, uh, a Universal Championship match loss. Rollins really hasn't gained a ton of steam since turning heel. You keep all the records. Rollins' record as a face compared to Rollins' record as a heel is a complete 180. Like, it, it's right. all flat on his all that Rollins. So, and then Ronald is complaining about the, you know, being in the Universal title pictures. He watched Roman Reigns. He's made that publicly on SmackDown. So, with, with history of those two and it, everything, it, it, that match has to, I think, in order to uh, propel both guys going forward. And both guys, um, SummerSlam mainstays on both in the top six, they wins. Edge, uh, all time record of Summerslam, 8 and 2, which is the second most all time. And Seth Rollins is 6 and 1, riding a four match win streak. So both of these guys perform and win at this event. Because just, the just, everything that these two have to offer, and the credibility of both these guys, this match, I, just by looking at everything, it's two huge names, both former world champions, both for, yeah, Alexa and Eva. Yeah, that's, that'll be the number two. Well, yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, they, they, they just seem like that's the obvious pick for Mike.
0: You know, John Smith, it's, I, I think Al's on to something here with this Edge and Seth Rollins match. Edge has been back for almost going on two years now. It'll be two years when we get to Royal Rumble. And he's worked matches against Randy Orton. He's had a program against Roman Reigns. But for Seth Rollins, unlike those two guys, and no disrespect to either of those two guys, Seth Rollins is a worker. He is a, he is like a top-notch worker in the business. So, he, he's a little different than those two programs so it might be interesting to see what edge can do in there especially when you consider the daniel bryan faction factor of him potentially wedging his way in we still got 24 hours or more that he could get into that match so john smith is it edge and seth rollins that would have been last on my
2: radar that's personally the bathroom that's the bathroom break match for me <laughs> but it, i think it'll be a good match i just i have I I never liked Edge, never liked Seth Rollins, so this doesn't really do it for me. Obviously, they can both go, and they're going to have a good match. It's just that's not something my eyes want to see. But my first thought was Roman and Cena because Cena hasn't had a match in what two years, three years. So you don't you can't even count the Fiend thing last year, right? and you think that oh, Cena's just a generic whatever kind of guy, but then you remember the AJ Styles match at Royal Rumble a few years ago when they went for the title. That was probably it to go at this point. And everybody was calling that match of the year, even though everybody at the same time hates on Cena every other tweet they make. But I'm landing on AJ and Omos versus Randy Orton and Riddle. Yeah. Because you throw AJ in the ring with two quality guys who can go, Randy and Riddle. And then you got the wild card of Omos possibly just destroying everyone and getting like a decisive victory over Randy Orton. That would be a that would be a big Ooh. moment for him. Not now I'm not calling that to happen right now, but but I feel like it, it, it could, and I feel like it should, because Omas riddles over, Randy Orton's Randy Orton, and AJ's the best ever. So Omas is the one that really needs the rub off this match, and I think it could happen. So, I, yeah, I,
0: I'd really love to see this one. That's my show score. So, Al, Al, we have precedent for here, right? The very first WrestleMania, or I'm sorry, very first SummerSlam. I think we had Zeus in the match, right, in the main event. Now,
1: second one? Yes, that was 89. The second year was huge.
0: Nineteen eighty nine SummerSlam. Yes. So Zeus is like a moss in the sense that they're both super, super green. They had laid out exactly where Zeus was supposed to stand throughout the entire match, like step by step, you take two steps this way, two sets that way, take a punch, throw a punch, whatever. It was all orchestrated. So. Al, do you agree? Is, is this going to be the, obviously you already said your match, but is this the one you could have a feel-good moment if Randy Ort come out on top here?
1: Yeah, and it, it progresses their story. It, you know, then there's no reason for this feud to end. E- e- either way, uh, so there's no reason for this to go forward. They can have an Extreme Rules match next month. They can go out to Saudi Arabia in October. There's no reason for this you to stop. I think this is actually really good now that Randy and Riddle are back together. You just let them go for a little bit before Riddle takes another RKO. It's inevitable. We just find out. And it just, it's all a matter of when and what could be such, could be tomorrow.
0: I was, yeah, was going to ask that question do you, Is it possible that they win the tag titles, but before they can, uh, before they can finish celebrating, Riddle's already taken another RKO just because Randy beat Randy.
1: Yeah, no, Randy, Randy, we said, yeah, but even, I, I don't think Randy would do it if they won. That that market's cornered by a guy named Dean Ambrose. I'm not sure if you remember that.
0: Yes, I do. But uh, if Riddle fails to execute the RKO, it could just be another remedial lesson. So we shall see. (laughs) Bro, my pick is Sheamus and Damian Priest, and it's it's because nobody's expecting it. And Priest is one of these guys who he's got a lot of shine on him. He's on the rise. He's not a young guy, so they need to if they're gonna pull the trigger on him and get him into the top guy status i think they, they got to give him the time to go here and he's going to have a great match with sheamus i think so i think it'll be hard hitting it'll be early in the card if they are able to produce a good match here and nobody will see it coming in i think it'll steal
1: the show that's new yeah, that's potentially yeah i like that i i don't I, I hope for that match i like both those guys
0: john smith thoughts on that
1: yeah, I'll
2: take Sheamus versus anyone, literally anyone, because he makes them take it, and he makes them dish it back out. I mean, you'll never see like a, a, a standoff as Sheamus match. And so there's always big hits, so I'm I'm ready for that one, definitely.
1: Yeah, and I think Sheamus won a lot of people over with those Drew McIntyre matches, too, with now yes. I think I think Sheamus won a lot of people. I know he's always been a Vince guy, and I know he's been a Triple H guy, and he's been workout buddies, and God, for you know, That's the way the Sheamus WWE championship ones. Well, no, I, I think as far as from a fan standpoint, sh- he should have because they killed each other, and uh, that was you know this is Sheamus's reward right now the U.S. title. So
0: you're, you're right. I think that that feud put him back on the radar in the fans' eyes. Travis asking if we could see a fake Sheamus with a different mask uh, <laughs> yeah. setting up. We had Summerslam. We had Undertaker versus Undertaker at Summerslam. Maybe this would set up the uh, the Sheamus versus Sheamus <laughs> match later on.
2: Is there anybody else that white? That's that big. <laughs> I don't know. You could color the hair, but I don't know about finding somebody that with those with that body, <laughs> that,
0: with that complexion. Yeah, um, I am not sure. But same question, John Smith. You are our NXT guy, and we have NXT Takeover the 36th edition this Sunday. It's main eventing SummerSlam weekend in my mind. Same question. Who's going to steal the show here? a good lineup it's the first thing you think of is o'reilly cole 3
2: because whatever it's the end of their feud but i'm i'm going walter and Ilya Dragonoff. is that first match like this is going to be like sheamus and mcintyre times 10 Can you, the, the violence in this match the handprints on Ilya dragunoff's body or he's gonna have to get them tattooed on there because uh they're gonna be there for life he's gonna be scarred we yeah. have from all the, from all the
0: open hand slaps, but yeah, I'm definitely going with the UK championship match. So Al Carl, do you think that the hype is too much? Cause everybody is expecting Walter Dragonoff to be the match, right? Yeah, uh, were, it was one of the best matches in WWE all last year, critically acclaimed match. Is the type hype too high? Is it going to live up to the expectation?
1: I think it'll live up to it. I don't think it's going to be. I think people are expecting, I think it's going to hit the expectation. I think it will. What we're putting in, there. we're putting on such a high pedestal. It's going to be like Omega kind of two. And everyone, like, the first one was a seven-hour Donnie brook, the second one, which was a fourteen-hour match or whatever, you know, it was it just they it didn't live up. Last well, equals don't when the first ones do it. But this one, if two guys can at least match the the same level of intensity, which we know they can, and it's an, there's going to be a lot of people seeing this for the first time too, so yeah, I think they're out of the end to be into it. I know that the, the CWC doesn't hold a lot of people, but they'll be into it. They're usually pretty vocal, especially for like a takeover event. I hope they get really loud. For uh, yeah, I don't think this match is going to disappoint at all. I, I, yeah, I would kick the show off with it, just get it out of the way. It's going to be tough to follow.
0: Do you? Was this your pick as well, or did you have a different? Okay, you have like-
1: it. it was obvious? This is an obvious one. Colin O'Reilly. There, that's going to that's going to be the main event of the show. That is how we're going to be leaving this memorable weekend with that match. Potentially the last time we see Adam Cole in NXT. By the way, Adam Cole going for—he's going for some his history here. He's looking to be the third superstar in NXT history to hit double digits in wins at, in takeover events. Finn Balor has 14, Oskar has 10. And then he got Adam Cole with 9. And then there's Amy Kyle O'Reilly. When they take the ring, they will now be a tie for second, just the two of them with most takeover appearance behind Johnny Gargano, whose heads and tail you know, heads above everybody else. I think 23 or something. That's crazy. But my my thing is, I want Dakota Kai to win on Sunday. So in order for her to do that match has to steal the show. She, she has to go all out. She has to admit Raquel with everything that she has in the arsenal, who's gonna be a million close call finishes where what, you? We got no. It's going to be a lot of false finishes, and it's got to be Dakota Kai has to make that, has to steal that show in order for her to win that title. And if she doesn't and Raquel squashes her in five minutes, just because Colin O'Reilly is going to be 45 and Walter and Dragunov is going to be 25, if this is just a quick whenever just to get to the, the NXT champion, then Dakota's screwed. But Dakota needs, she needs about 15, 20 minutes and a lot of close calls. And uh, a miracle win not to do, do this, so don't you know because Raquel's up there; she's a beast.
0: Yeah, Raquel getting pushed like crazy this year, and there's really nobody left for her to destroy. So maybe this is the time where we see Dakota get, you know, get her arm raised. And John Smith, I think the evenness of this match, the unpredictability of this, as opposed to, I think people think Cole and O'Reilly is going to finish a certain way because Cole seems to be on his way out of NXT, as opposed to this match where it feels really even. Is this the second coming of Sasha Bailey?
2: Oh, wow. I wouldn't go that far. I think there's such a mis- mismatch involved here. I, Dakota's got a lot to prove. Dakota's got to win this match and defend for a while and maybe even defend against Raquel a couple times before it becomes something like Sasha Bailey because Raquel is so dominant and I I can't imagine Dakota beating her without Psycho Sid involved. <laughs>
0: Psycho said, or at least another, a new heavy, so Savannah so yeah. Edwards makes the leap yeah. from impact over. Okay, I have Cole and O'Reilly here. I think it's a kind of a safe bet. I had Walter Dragunov make sense. This match made sense that you're saying, Al. I think that the Cole O'Reilly match is going to go about three hours. You're going to get three 60-minute matches out of this, you want 60 minutes each fall, and in a steel cage. And I think it's going to send everybody home, and not thinking about anything else but this match. And whether it's Adam Cole's last match in NXT whether it's his last match in WWE, I think it's going to be Adam Cole has got something to show here, show here to say, this is how I'm putting the period at the end of my NXT run, or I'm in NXT and I'm here to stay, or I'm leaving WWE and this is the mark I want to leave. So Adam Cole has something to do here and he is a big match guy. Al, thoughts?
1: Yeah, you know, you know, How I see that match ending, regardless of who pins who, so, they're going to be in the cage. Somebody's going to pin another guy and then go roll off. They're both going to be on their backs, dead to the world, with the cage folding out like the, the butterfly, or whatever. It's not going to lower as a full. It's going to have that folding thing. And it's just going to be a standing ovation for both guys who are just laying there dead after, like you said, it's going to be 45 minutes again. You're going to go another 45 minutes like they didn't stand in the liver. And that's how that matches. That's how the show is going to end. These both guys laying there. And if Cole is truly leaving, then O'Reilly should roll out and let Cole stand up and get his last Do you know, Cole work, you know, Kurt yeah. out the curtain goal. And then Triple H and Razor Remote and these will come out. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And I was thinking this as you were, you were setting it up, Al. It, do we get the big hug moment, John Smith, at the end of this match? Is it going to be like, we've gone, we've gone to battle. We have our, our winner. Cole is leaving NXT for the main roster or elsewhere or whatever. Do we get the big feel-good moment at the end where these guys bury the hatchet?
2: The curtain call moment? I don't think so. I don't see Cole leaving, though, to be honest with you. I think he's one of those guys that they they know it would be dumb to get rid of. So I don't see him leaving. I see him winning the match, to be honest with yeah. you. He loses the first fold in the regular match to Kyle O'Reilly. He chaps his ass, and then he goes on and beats him in two folds for the win. But it's definitely going to you know, steal the show. But I think Walter and Dragunov is going to be a better match. It's just not as hyped and as important than because Adam Cole is just like one of the biggest names in wrestling right now.
0: For sure. For sure.
1: It would be a nice curtain calling if they have Ronnie come out and break characters. They bring Jay body. You got five minutes. Was give Adam Cole a hug before he bounces or if back the cape that he is leading. I say, I'm with John. I don't think he's going anywhere. I'd say you give him the win, shock, everybody, including the system. And then look, it's keeping out all around. It, it's super easy, barely an inconvenience. <laughs> I think, uh, the
0: other, yeah, I had a little clue earlier this week. Adam Cole went public to say, Hey, look, I'm not getting rid of my Twitch channel. And a lot of people read a lot into that in the sense that he's not going to the main roster. Um, so I think if we see Adam Cole win, I think it's going to explain a lot. of Adam Cole is winning; he's going to stay in NXT. He's not going up to the main roster, and I and I think that would be that would be good for them, for NXT.
1: So yeah, and if if they say that the outcome of that match is going to determine a lot, because if he loses, Hunter is the traditional guy; you lose, to go out on your back. Right. No, there, yeah. there, there, there's no. If a or the no like winning and then going and showing up on freaking rampage, to fight see punk,
0: <laughs> yeah, you're gonna go. Well, even if he's going to the main roster, typically an NXT guy leaves, he goes yeah. on his back, whether yeah. it's main roster or whatever. So,
1: it's you leave it that territory. territory, unless you're on exactly carrying with- cross is going to be doing that's what carrying cross has to do right, right. there, I know how- it.
0: And John Smith is right, unless you're Oscar,
1: that's unless- <laughs> Ross- exactly.
0: Honestly, just handed the belt over. He's like, "Okay, on to bigger things." <laughs> That's what carrying across should have done. Okay, all right. So we're at the uh, we're at the thirty minute mark on our show here. So I'm going to jump into not even related to this weekend at all, except for the fact that maybe we'll see some NXT call ups post SummerSlam. It, it seems like they're not going to be tied to after SummerSlam. Is they're going to pull people up whenever we're talking? People are talking about Indy Hartwell going up and all kinds of. Crazy stuff. So the women's division is at the center of everything. We've had three call ups, all on SmackDown. Plus, they're still looking at down there at Indy Hartwell and things. And WWE has not announced, but it has been leaked that there is going to be a Queen of the Ring tournament that's going to have their finals in Saudi Arabia, of all places. And I want to get your opinion, Al Carl. Yeah, starting off with you. Who do you think? WWE would put it as their first Queen of the Ring, and then how do you think Charlotte Flair would respond to this? Is she even in the running?
1: No, I don't have I don't have any of the champions in this. Like I said, the King of the Ring is usually a, a platform to elevate somebody, correct? So I actually I made not not brackets per se, but I took four women from Raw. I took four women from SmackDown. I think I don't think this needs to be any more than eight with four on each side. I would take Alexa Bliss, Shayna Baszler, Naomi, and Asuka. I'll get Asuka back into the mix of things. Even she's been just on the side right now. I'll take a break. She was the 2020 COVID MVP. Give her a break for the time being. I'm not upset at all that she hasn't been on the, you know, for, unselfish, for selfish reasons. I am because I miss her. But then on SmackDown, I'll take Zelina Vega, Carmella, Tegan Knox, and Tony Storm. Correct. So that's what I have. I have it. Those women competing for this, I would send Saudi Arabia in the finals. I would send Naomi and Zelina Vega with Naomi winning. I would do, I would love Liv Morgan. Maybe put Liv Morgan in. I just try to give some of the newer NXT girls a chance to to be on SmackDown here. I don't think Liv would make the finals if she was in it. So the same thing with Eva Marie. I would love Eva Marie versus Liv Morgan. Keep Queen of the ring final. That would be like my ultimate trick right there. Getting Naomi's with Naomi of A. Shows the wing that you're carrying off and she's doing a little thing right now. She's on TV, but on the side because this whole thing is about Sasha and Bianca. So send her to Sony. Have her put on a great match with Naomi because is good at, of the punching bag. She built Bianca Belair before Belair was champion. They had great matches. And she put that over really well. Um it's like getting that only back in the Svendays. And she's been in the rumors lately. I've said Somebody asked had an interview with Roman. Where did they all me all this? She's bloodline, or she's married into it, and Roman would love to have her. So get her the Queen of the Ring. It's a face for Charlotte to, to go after. But I it. It's Charlotte's gonna be the one to directly respond to this, and you need a a, a face to do it. Not to mention like Sony Ravens are just glorified house shows. You want a happy winner. You want something happy at the end. Don't
0: so it's so, Naomi um, for you. I got Naomi. Okay. So John Smith, Al has picked Naomi, which is a, a a wild card pick. Not somebody I was expecting to even hear the name in contention, but Naomi's in an world, Naomi is going against an Empress and the queen of spades on her way in this queen of the Ring tournament. She'd have to get past. Um. John Smith, what do you think on the? What do you think? First of all, what do you think of a Naomi? And then, who's your pick?
2: I Naomi wasn't even on my radar. I could see her getting far in the tournament or something, but I don't see her winning. The first person I thought of was, how do you not give it to Charlotte? It said yes. It should. It should be a tournament that elevates somebody. But they gave it to Bret Hart back in nineteen ninety three in the first one, the first pay per view one. I know there were some beforehand, but you know, Bret Hart got it the first time. So wh- following that logic i think that charlotte flair could be the favorite to win this one and i also do
0: like Sh- Sh- shayda baszler especially considering her name is the queen space yeah and let's not forget about natalia isn't she the queen of arts yeah she's also the boat the boat festival <laughs> the way you kick the discussion off is perfect this is the the king of the ring has traditionally been a tournament to elevate somebody up and Tony thor I have thought for years, Telly Storm should have never been in NXT UK and on NXT. I think they should have pulled her up years ago and had her going because she was on fire. She's super likable. She's unique look and she's a good worker. And I think if they're seeing all this now, I think move her right to the top. If it's Bianca comes out on top at SummerSlam, she's going to need somebody new to wrestle. And the same thing as Sasha Banks comes out on top, she's going to need Somebody else to wrestle, especially we haven't with Bailey for a long time now. So give me Tony Storm.
1: Hell yeah. By the way, if Bailey wasn't injured, this tournament had Bailey written all over it. This was Bailey's tournament. This this would have been perfect for her if she wasn't. That was that's the wild part in all this. I guess if this was Bailey, then <sighs> what well, she's not. But yeah, Shayna Baszler, if it wasn't for the red feud with Sharon LaFlair right after the tournament, I probably I mean, would have picked Shayna Baszler, but I tried to go faceless just to.
0: So it's so Tony Storm, Shayna Baszler, and Naomi. If it, You've heard it here first, folks. If I have any of those win, it's because we put it out into the universe. I, w-
2: I, I would say my pick is Charlotte over Shayna Baszler. Yeah, that's with you.
0: Oh, you said Charlotte. My, my mistake. Yes.
1: Travis is picking Liv. Travis is coming with Jersey. Hashtag Jersey strong.
0: There you go. Travis has. Liv Morgan put his comment up there one more time. Okay. So... That said, we're running way over time here. No problem. We do have some headlines. Let me, let me play the clip. I'll work through the headlines and then Al, I'll throw it to you. And you tell me what you want to talk about. If anything, Ric Flair is returning to the NWA at the NWA 73rd pay-per-view. Flip Gordon is getting a ROH world title shot tonight against Bandido. WWE applied to trademark Charlie Dempsey and Reggie. Dark Side of the Ring returns September 16th at 9 p.m. Seven new episodes, The Plain Ride for Hell, Chris Canyon, FMW, Johnny K-9, Ludovishan, XPW, which happens to be John Smith's Backyard Wrestling, so <laughs> for that, The Steroid Trial uh, is the last episode of Dark Side of the Ring. 2.0 was signed by AEW and Minoru Suzuki is coming to the United States for GCW shows in September and October. Al, Anything in this list that bears a conversation?
1: No, just a small point about Chris Canyon. And I did notice this about Brian Cage. Brian Cage does up, and that is, true. I guess, Chris Canyon, first of all, hashtag Jersey guy, Chris, he traded with a big influence on Brian Cage in Cage's career. So I would never, I'd respect for Chris Canyon. Like Brian Cage is not ripping off Chris Canyon. That's a nice tribute. I like Brian Cage. Chris Canyon, again, another white taken too soon. Looking forward to that, that one. Yeah.
0: John Smith, anything in the news here that you want to get into? I'm just pissed that XPW
2: stole my backyard wrestling. we were extreme pain wrestling. And then a year later, they, they come out and they're extreme pro wrestling and they steal our website from us.
0: True story. 20 years ago. 20 years ago. Did you get interviewed for the Dark Side of the Ring uh, documentary or did they omit you?
2: They omitted me, and I'm the first ever champion. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> I was basically the Cody Roads of XPW. I was writing it, so I won. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: All right, everybody, well, real quick, another huge headline from Impact last when That catwalk got bit. Yeah, Ooh, what happens? The streak is over. Holy crap! Okay, Joe Doring, I am you, Joe Doring. Oh, yeah, absolutely. That was tough.
0: Travis mentioning that Canyon had a real close relationship with the Bucks, too. Yeah, it's it's a sad story that we're going to see in Dark Side of the Ring, but it's good to see that his acknowledge.
1: Aren't they all? Like, is that the whole point of it?
0: Yes, that's the Dark Side. <laughs> Although, I will say the Nick Gage episode was at least had a hopeful outcome. So, you never know. I mean, you might get a little so- something to surprise you. All right, there's a bunch of wrestling going on tonight. We have Rampage, we have Impact, we have Ring of Honor, we have... SummerSlam tomorrow, we have NXT TakeOver. Look it up, folks. You can, you can find all the lineups out there. We won't go through them here, but Al, tell everybody what they can watch tomorrow at 3 p.m.
1: Yeah, we're doing our SummerSlam special uh, hosted by myself, the Central Wrestling Podcast. Ryan, you'll be there. John Smith will be there. We're going to bring in Travis. We'll bring in John the Connie. Let us be the pre-show to the kickoff show to the main show. Let, let us start you off. It's going to be strictly SummerSlam, strictly the magic. we we'll do deep dives into them. We're going to have a lot of fun. We'll laugh at everything like we always do. We would love for everybody to come join us. And just be excited for an event. It's a great weekend starting last night with Impact. A uh, great show. We got Christian Cage. They showed the highlight when he beat Jack Jarrett. And now he walked out as Impact World Champion. That was great. So it's going to start off with Impact and SmackDown and CM Punk tonight. And uh, we'll go with the SummerSlam. Have some fun. We'll enjoy NXT and then it's going to be exciting. I'm excited. 34th SummerSlam ride. know that. 34.
0: 34. Wow. And Vince McMahon was probably the only one that's been out all of them. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> John Smith, any, uh, any closing words of advice for the collective?
2: Yeah, I'll keep it short and sweet for you since we're on a, on a t- on time right now.
0: I'll just say, guys, never trust a fart. Tune in next week to get the rest of that story.
1: I got one more. Yeah, I got one more. I got a rumor for you here, right? I just saw before we went on. Giant Gonzalez, you remember him? Giant sure. Gonzalez fought well, the Undertaker, of WrestleMania night. Um, allegedly he's This is actually uh, in a little heartbreaking for some people. He wasn't as tall as he appeared. He was actually five foot eight when he wrestled himself.
0: <laughs> okay, allow me to sort through the bullshit on that. <laughs> that is BS. Don't know where dug that up, but the sage advice coming in as the comment from travis regarding i believe the fart all right i'm going to send us all home with letting everybody know how they can support the daily wrestling news show thank you everybody for watching this special friday uh edition of the daily wrestling news show to kick off one of the biggest wrestling weekends of the year Vegas, Vegas. If you love the Daily Wrestling News Show, then I want to tell you how you can support us. First, check out bodyslamclothes.com. You can get a variety of shirts for just $20, and all of them come in the super soft style, and the price you see includes all sizes and shipping. Get 10% off two or more shirts with the promo code SHIRTS10. Go to bodyslamclothes.com right now to check it out. And join Joey Jarzenka, Ian Schreier, and Rob DeLuca on Monday nights for the Primetime Rundown. They take you through the world of sports, and the show kicks off each Monday at 7 p.m. on the Eastern Observer. And each Tuesday, Al Carl hosts the Essential Wrestling Podcast alongside John Smith, myself, John DeCani, and Gary Maheffi. It's another week of updates and highlights in the world of wrestling. Here are our analysis on who we think is going to win the week's matches. Coverage begins at 6 p.m. on the Eastern Observer. And Pro Wrestling Pick'em. It's a place where you can join or host a pick'em league to test your predictive skills in the world of pro wrestling. Create an account and join a league now at prowrestlingpick'em.com so you can play against your friends or play against the universe. And the Body Slam Brigade newsletter, currently going out to over 4,200 people each Friday. It consolidates all the top stories in professional wrestling into a quick-to-read email written by me, for you, for free. Sign up now at BodySlamBrigade.com. And of course, this show, The Daily Wrestling News Show. We're here every day, Monday through Thursday, and occasionally on Friday. You can listen to us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, or watch us live on Facebook and YouTube at 10 a.m. This is The Daily Wrestling News Show, and we thank you for your support.